Olga Bank of San Diego, California is trying rich chocolate Ovaltine. Awful. Burning and couldn't stand it. A different kind of Ovaltine. It really does take care of the itch. I never tried Ovaltine before. Mike Tilson of Jonesboro, Georgia is trying Triple Action Gold Bond Medicated Powder. It's got great chocolatey taste. Well, I was surprised. Especially between my toes. Chocolatey taste is, is excellent. And then it just feels really comfortable. Rich chocolate Ovaltine. The medicating action of a proven itch fighter. Its great taste will surprise you. That's good. It really does take care of the itch. Try Triple Action Rich Chocolate Gold Bond Medicated Ovaltine. It really works. Use only as directed. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast, hosted by Pat Cashman. Gorgeous to look at. And Lisa Foster. She's dangerous. Clean. You're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it. Yeah. It's love and time. Oh, I come from Alabama with my banjo on my knee. Well, as is our custom, I start every podcast out in a somewhat, uh, perhaps, sick sort of way by playing music representative of someone in the music world that is no longer with us. And uh, and it's 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 frequent. It's yeah. there's never been an episode we've taped that we haven't had a, uh, a, a a plethora of choices. So who is it this time? Well, I think you know this song. A lot of people do. He was the he was called the father of American music. And of course, I'm referring mm. to the great Stephen Foster, who wrote uh, this song. He wrote uh, "Swanee River," "Genie with the Light Brown Hair," and "Camp Town Races." Stephen Foster. I see. I didn't even know. I didn't know that was who wrote all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's not a household name, is he? Well, he was. Uh, I mean, to you. Well, I forgot is. to mention when he died. It was 1864. So I'm doing a little, no. doing a little catch up here. Okay. Well, we never got around to mentioning him earlier, and so I thought, well, better late than never. Stephen Foster. Okay. The father of American yeah, I music. I'm related to him. Yeah, you could be. No, you might be. I'll have to check. I might uh, be. I still haven't solved the riddle of my father yet. That's so. right. He could there be. He could be like a great, 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 great grandfather. I got a little. Yes, uh, I don't know if you'd call this a riddle or a, a what, but I want to see if you can uh, tell me what this is based on on these sounds. Okay. What the. the um, um, you, okay. Are you ready? Okay, you tell me what this is. Yeah, this is... Okay. Okay, here it goes. Horse with a gun? I don't know. It's an Amish drive-by shooting. <laughs> Why are you? What? I don't, I don't know. want you to do riddles anymore. Huh? You don't, you're not. Do you have another one? No, that's it. That's it. I just, uh, I just thought I would start <laughs> off with something oh, a little different. Have you? How about this one? That's different. How about this one? 
A Lutheran minister is driving down to New York, and he's stopped in Connecticut for speeding. And the state trooper smells alcohol in his breath, and he sees an empty wine bottle on the floor, and he says, Sir, have you been drinking? And the minister says, I've only been drinking water. And the sheriff says, Then why do I smell wine? And the minister looks down at the bottle and says, Good Lord, he's done it again. Okay, that's not a riddle, Pat. That's a joke, and you're, you usually do them at the end the of the preceding episode. What's one going was on sort with of you a riddle. Today? I didn't say that one was a riddle. What? It's a riddle as to well, why, why I did it. Why are you starting with a? I don't know. <laughs> so, you still have a joke for the end of this episode, right? I think so. I think so. Uh-oh. There's a very good chance okay. I do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you're the one that started that that bit, so yeah. you got to you got to make sure you can right. deliver on that. I think I got something. <clears throat> I got something. I think. Hey. Yeah, go ahead. I have a question for you. What was your name again? How often? And i i shouldn't I shouldn't I should know this because i've I've been around you and yep, I used to see yep, you every yep. single you day for hours this. on end. You should know it. But how often? How often do you engage in hair removal? Like, are you now that you don't you don't like go? You're like me. I don't go. I don't go to. I don't go to the office every day. You don't go to the office every day. So how often do you do, do you do hair removal now? Um, I uh, when I and I'm talking just of your base, yeah, your basic shaving. I'm not talking about the ear or the nose. Okay, hair. because if you were going to say nose hair, I was to say when I find myself having difficulty breathing, I will go and pull some <laughs> nose hairs out. Uh, so that that one's easier. You don't pull them out. That would. That would hurt. No, would I do. Really I hurt. pull them out, I, and uh, and when I can, no, when I don't. have trouble hearing, I know it's time to to attend to the ears. Uh, but so it, it it's more of an emergency basis like that. But uh, my my do wife you shave every day. Uh, not every day. I'm down to about every couple of three days now. I'm gonna go get a haircut after this podcast. And uh, oh, okay, very, that's hair removal. Very excited that about that. Yeah, I find well, the reason I, bring I was it going up to this is... fancy schmancy hair guy was charging me like forty five mm-hmm. bucks. They cut my hair. Now I'm going to a woman yeah. uh, just over there who charges me fifteen bucks, and I get a senior discount. But same deal. She scrub your hair and no. trim your neck and all that. No, stuff. no, but she'll she'll oh. she'll do she'll do whatever you ask. Yeah. Uh, but uh, she doesn't do oh, no. But you don't I, get a I, shampoo? I think I actually asked her, "Do you do nose hairs and hair trimming, she, uh, ear trimming?" She said, "Well, I will if they ask me to, but uh, it's not usually part oh. of the uh, part okay. of the deal." So uh, yeah. yeah, so the the so, answer is I do it uh, infrequently, but on a, an as needed basis. And of course, I don't need to do my legs. Well, I'm at. Oh, oh, you don't because they're not hairy, or you just don't care. They used to be hairy. When you get a haircut. Get a barber you have known Since you were a little bitty voice And then a booster chair Or you might look like Larry Moe or Curly If a stranger cuts your hair It's sort of like uh, really? uh, the timberline on hair, the mountain. Are your legs bald now? Well, they're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it used to be very hairy all the way down to my ankles. And now that it's working is, its way up. That is... And that's the conundrum about getting older is that there's some places on your body that actually go bald. I'm not going to get too specific with that. <laughs> but there's some places that you lose hair. Oh, I know. And then there's other places where, I know, where you sprout hair 
that you're like, what the hell is this? So I, I actually am. am I want yeah, to give I'd, a shout like for out example, to, my uh, palms. Where, where, when do I got hair on my palms all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah. you see, you can't please everyone, so you got to please yourself. So anyway, you, you got back to what you were saying. So I wanted to give a shout out to a, um, I'm going to get laser hair removal because I'm getting. Because um, you have laser hair. Really bad. Well, I have a mustache and a beard. And I, <laughs> are you still there? I'm not sure. I think I may have. It's not funny. Turned away just to I'm throw laughing, up just a little bit into my mouth. I wish you had a pencil and mustache. I'm just so happy with the man that's helping me with this problem. You know what? I think really you should leave it the way it do. is. Leave it the way it is because I see a bright future in a carnival for you. <laughs> well, that's the thing, too, is that, um, you know, those poor bearded ladies back in the day, they didn't have laser hair removal. So they well, it would be a career no ender if they did. They, they're, of course, they're not going to use it. Right. But I'm uh, I, I found a really great. Doctor, I just want to give him a shout out because he listens to the podcast. And so that was even more embarrassing when I went in for my first treatment. With I walked in with my mustache and my beard. And he goes, oh, you're How Lisa may I Foster help you, sir? From yeah. Peculiar, Peculiar Podcast with Pat Cashman. So I, I was like, oh, God, I just really didn't want you to know who I was. But all right, nice to meet you. And he's just a delightful man. And he's non-judgy. And he, and, and so Until not only that, so I just, so he's, yeah, so I just wanted to give him a, a shout out because he's just fantastic and he's taking care of my mustache and my beard. Are you getting and, a free uh, mustache so and beard the, removal because of this? No, 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 I just wanted to give him a shout out because he listens to the podcast and he also sent us a donation. So I wanted to oh, tell him thank you. Oh. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to plug his business. If you live in the Seattle area and you want to go to a great Medispa, go see Dr. Bowers. He's with a, a Medispa called Be Well. B E well. So you're not only you're not only going to plug his business. Sounds like you're going to plug his drains too. Yeah, probably. But it's it's kind of working. It's but you can't you don't just go in for one pass at these things. They're they're stubborn. They want to they want to live. The your mustache does not want to to die. So you don't go in once. I'm I'm on my fifth treatment now. Where they go. So if, if left if left unattended uh, and undealt with, you know exactly what it is. Would would you yeah. look like uh, one of the Smith brothers from the cough drops label, or what? I mean, what would you look like? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't let it. I've never let it get that far. I've 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 waxed it. I've I've. But the problem is, it just sprouts up like. In, at the most inopportune times. So I don't want to have to go out in public when I haven't had a chance to wax it and get it out of there. I'd rather just kill it. And that's what he's good at. He will, that should be his motto. I will kill your hair. Strumming my pain with his fingers. 
singing my life with his words, killing me softly with his, killing me softly with his, killing me softly with his. You know what I think you should do is I think you should walk away and just let it grow. I mean, don't play this game like, oh, wait a minute, I'm a woman, so I have to shave my beard and my mustache. Men are under no such uh, rules. I think you should just, just, you know, thumb your nose at the world and say, this is my beard, this is my mustache, these are my sideburns, this is my back hair, and I'm proud of it. Well, I don't have sideburns or back hair. I don't think. I'll have you check though. Yeah. I don't look <laughs> I'll back look there. next time I Maybe see you. Maybe I person. do. Yeah. Okay. All right. But, well, but if I did, Doctor ba- Doctor Bowers would take care of it. I would think you so. would want to put a before okay. and after picture on our website too, so we can further examine Doctor Bowers' <laughs> work. Okay, <laughs> that's a good idea. But unfortunately, I'm five treatments in. Oh, I'll just find an old picture. I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. I'll find an old picture. And it can't be from when you were four and, uh, years old. I didn't have any hair when I was four. Nobody had it. I mean, I had. That's my point. You don't have. This is what I'm talking about. This is my. Oh, I see what you're saying. No, yeah. So when you get to a certain age, that's what I'm saying. There's parts Jeez. of your body that go bald and parts that go that start to sprout stuff, and it's it's a it's alarming. But you can ha- it, it, it can be taken care of. You I should we should mention, and it seems to me, uh, and we've done we've done this enough where you're in one location and I'm in another, and. It's and, and as it happens on this particular podcast, you are in a town called Boise, Idaho, where I lived and worked for about a year and a half. My first, my uh, one of my sons was born in Boise, and and uh, I always forget that you lived here. And every time I tell you I'm here, you're like, yeah, I remember I used to work. And I'm like, I always forgot that you used to work here. And were you in radio or TV here? I was or, in or both. I was in uh, uh, TV there. That's my first. Was I no, my second TV job in Boise? KTVB. An NBC affiliate, and I and it's funny that you would mention it because I decided to do a horror movie show uh, when I was at KTVB. We got together with some other people on this on the staff, and we we rented these really old movies. I remember they were fifty bucks a pop, and the show aired at midnight uh, because that station that where you are now is in a different time zone. You're in the mountain time zone. And so shows right. like Saturday Night Live would come on at 10.30. And so by midnight, uh, most stations would sign off. But I said, why don't we put a show on yeah. there at midnight? And we called it, are you ready? Peculiar Playhouse. Yeah. That's where I and got the name for this Mr. podcast. Or, doc- or Dr. I was, Dr. Farndark. I was a professor. Mr. Farndark. Professor, professor Farndark. Jasper T. Farndark. And I dressed, I put That's on right. a fake white mustache and I colored my hair white and um, and wore stupid clothes. And he was just a real feeble. So you were kind of, you were just kind of the host of these in, in the in the, in the the yeah. way that Elvira was a host of horror shows. And we had, cre- I remember we had creature features when I was growing up. And I yeah. I still forget the name of that guy, that host's name. I'll, I'll look it up while we're on here. Yeah, but so, yeah, so that's that- really cool. How long did you do that? We did it, uh, I don't know, several months. I was only at the station for a year and a half. Uh, 
But I remember that the station meant what, what happened was we started getting these things more and more elaborate. We would go out into the field and shoot field pieces, um, which is where you should shoot field pe- field stuff. And I uh, and yeah. then we we'd do elaborate bits. I remember we shot at the state capitol building, and we had I was advocating for a guy who came from outer space to be the next governor of the state of Idaho. And so we had this guy dressed up like a monster and we were walking around town and, and people heads were turning and we actually had him walking out of the Capitol building. You couldn't get away with any of that stuff today. Security oh, guards would be no, all over no. you. But, exactly. um, no but doubt. so the station manager got wind of the fact that these, that I'm, I'm supposed to mostly be producing commercials and things. And we're spending so much time, doing these field pieces for this stupid show, Peculiar Playhouse, that's on at midnight on Saturday night, that uh, I guess it would be Sunday morning. The station manager said, you know what? I'm going to pull the plug on this thing. You, I, I, this is, you're working on this way too much. That's not why, why you're working here. I'm pulling the plug. So oh, he cancels man. the show. God. So, nah, but the, here's the good. Here's the cool. Get in the way your creativity. So the last, the very last episode, I knew we were being canceled. So it's it's me going out uh, on a. I appear to be riding away on a motorcycle, but you look more closely, and I'm on a moped. So I'm pedaling like crazy. And it was sort of a send up of the the movie Easy Rider. So we're off the air, month has gone by maybe, and the station manager comes into my office and he says, have you seen these ratings from last month? I said, no. Uh, no. He, he shows it to me, and Peculiar Playhouse is is getting a 90% share. It's just a huge, that means nine, wow. uh, nine out of every exactly. 10 TV sets is watching that <clears throat> show. And he and so he said, oh, wow. I, uh, we We'd like to put you back on the air. This is you. You guys are a hit, and of course, n- me. I'm dwelling on the fact that that means that ten percent of the people are preferring to watch snow or the test pattern on their TV rather than our show. But <laughs> I'm not just happy enough with the ninety percent. I, I want to know what's with the other ten. Yeah. But, so we go back on the air. So and it's triumphant and. Wait, 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 wait. Before you go that far, yeah. Did you, did you, were you smart enough to realize you were in a position of power there to sort of ne- negotiate uh, a reinstatement fee for that, like an "I told you so" fee, or did you just go, "Okay, I'll go back and do it"? That second one. Oh. <laughs> you stupid, stupid, stupid. Stupid all the time. You would have had total leverage if you said, "Oh yeah, well, hmm, I don't know. I just don't feel like I can fit it into my schedule anymore because you know I got Stupid. stuff that I do now at midnight." So yeah, I'm, well, I'll just be able to just do the it. fact that he came, he came groveling back, sort of groveling. Yeah, back. I, I mean that was good yeah. enough for me, and everybody was happy, and we got, okay. "Oh, we get to do our show again, everybody." Yeah. So anyway, that's the story all of Peculiar right. Playhouse. You could have um, pe- you could have been a trillionaire by now if you if you played it right. I know what a fool. Okay, so uh, Bob Wilkins was the guy I was thinking of. 
So I grew up in in uh, California, Napa, California, and Bob Wilkins was the host of Creature Features, which was the late night movie show that aired on Channel Two through the seventies. And he had a cigar, and he always had <clears throat> crazy, crazy horror shows. Welcome to Channel Two's version of Saturday Night Fever, and tonight um, there there will be a creature. Get someone because we've got a movie about devil worshippers. They're nasty people. When they want somebody, they really go after them. This is a, a low-budget film, like, you know, that's sort of rep <laughs> repetitive with tonight's, uh, the title of the show, Creature Features. But this was a, a low-budget film, I'm sure a first effort, and it uh, has a lot of Texas written all over it, shot down the border there. And what I want you to do tonight is sort of stick with this film like it was yours. It was your first effort, okay? And you can tune it off, tune out of it, whenever you think that you could have done a better job, all right? But please wait till the opening credits, all right? Enter the Devil, first time on television, and um, it, it's not bad. It has a surprise ending. It's got a couple of good things going for it. But uh, he was from Reno, California, and he died back in uh, 19... Uh, was, actually, he died in 2009. Was he shot? So... No. I just thought of the Reno no. connection. you say that? Okay. I know. Yeah. I know. When I was just a baby, my mama told me, son, always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns. But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. Well, you know. Yeah, anyway, it, it, do you know who it, that guy is? He, he... No. But I, I will say that every town of any determinate size yes. had such a show. Uh, that's yeah. certainly they, yeah they had their person yeah in yeah. Uh, they're in certainly in Seattle of Portland uh, they had one called Sinister Cinema out of Portland I remember but just about every market had their late night horror shows because it was kind of cheap programming for one thing and that was sure. a perfect time of the week Saturday night usually when they ran these things yeah uh, and sometimes they'd run you know pretty pretty distinguished horror genre movies but. When when I was doing that show in Boise, we purposely went out and got the crappiest movies we could find. They were so so bad. <laughs> nice. And uh, and that yeah. was part of the shtick is that we, you know, there was one time where I'm searching for a movie to play because we don't have one, and I, then we did one of those field pieces where I'm running I'm running through town looking for a movie, and I finally wind up at the city landfill and find a film, and I'm climbing around in this disgusting garbage. For the bit, and I, I just stank for days after that. But I, what do you know? I find a reel of film in there, and then that's the movie we're going to feature that night. It was a lot of fun, and it was a great yeah. precursor to uh, TV stuff that uh, I got to do later, because we just went out and experimented, and we didn't know what we were doing and making stuff up, and it was right. it was really a blast. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame that that sort of uh, programming isn't. Uh, viable anymore because now we've got so many stations and you can find specific state cable stations that play all horror movies so you you don't have that that uh, <coughs> local that well, local flavor of doing a, a radio a, a, or a horror movie uh, hosted thing I think they were really charming there is a, a designated horror uh, <clears throat> streaming network called Shudder yeah, and, uh, and, yeah and, Shutter. And I know you're uh -huh. aware of this, but there is such a glut of these TV streaming services now. I was just looking at there's yes. 70 plus channels 
of just stuff that's streaming. Now, of course, everybody's heard of Netflix. And, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are, are you talking about subscription streaming yeah. services? In some cases. In some cases, really? they're free. Well, Apple, Apple just jumped into the fray. And, yeah. oh, wait, Disney just jumped into it, too, right, recently. Right. Apple TV Plus. So how many? Has nine yeah. shows. That's it right now. Nine shows. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I don't know what they want to charge. <clears throat> uh, Disney Plus is six ninety nine, and it's just like everything Disney on a month. Earth, including some new shows, and mm-hmm. including one that costs right. a couple million an episode. I can't remember the name of it, but it's sort of a Star Wars spinoff. If you had a little kid or right. kids, six ninety nine a month, that'd be a pretty good deal, um, I, I think. But they've got. Uh, of course, Netflix, Amazon. It adds up, though. You know how oh, many? Know. How many do you start paying for? I, yeah. Who would, I had, who would want um, all this stuff? I had who could Amazon, watch it? I had, I had Amazon. I had. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I have Netflix. I had Hulu because I couldn't get a certain show that I wanted to watch, so I, I did Hulu for a while. Then I had CBS Access All Access oh, you because did. I wanted to watch Twilight um, Zone. I wanted to watch Survivor. No, I yeah, I wanted to watch the Twilight new Twilight Zone. Zone is on the new there, Jordan. Yeah. Yep, the new one, Jordan Peele. Samir Wassan is an artist of great principle. A man who refuses to compromise his beliefs for a cheap joke. But tonight, he felt the rush of the limelight for the first time. Now, he'll have to decide what really matters to him when the laughter stops. And how much he's willing to give to the Twilight Zone. And and then um, and so I got rid of that because they all start to add up after a while. And oh, I think yeah. they did a a survey on the average uh, amount of streaming services people have, and they they say most people will will pay simultaneously for an average of like three point six streaming services a month. Um, and then, but you know, you can put things on hold too. Like I put my Hulu uh, subscription on hold for a while. So, but if you forget about them, <clears throat> I put it on my calendar when it exp- I need to when I need to quit it because after a while you just forget it. Yeah, and they're just collecting money from you. That's the whole point of subscriptions is they just keep collecting money when you're on auto renewal. They just keep collecting it. I was looking at the prices of some of these things. Uh, Netflix eight ninety nine. I think it might have gone up. Amazon eight ninety nine with your Prime. Oh, thanks. Yeah, service. and I Hulu. had HBO. I had HBO to go because yeah. I wanted to watch. Um, That's fourteen ninety nine. What was on HBO? Uh, Game of Thrones. So I yeah. I had HBO to go so I could watch the Game of Thrones, and I finally thank God got rid of HBO to go because I, I was like God I can't ex- this is expensive that's a lot of money every month. Yeah, fourteen ninety nine, and then but YouTube, uh, according to my uh, oh yeah. Uh, meanderings here is forty nine ninety nine a month what the hell wow Jeez, that's a, what that's do you a, get on youtube well, they have some original programming on there now and uh I various no other kinds of features and things but you know i'm oh, happy with okay. youtube for free right now myself there's a thing yeah, called at&t now so there's sling philo or philo that's 20 bucks wow yeah that's right that's right fubo tv <laughs> which I guess is great if you're a sports fan, but that's fifty four ninety nine. Do you subscribe to any sports streaming services? Like I no. don't even know is ESPN a pay pay channel or do you subscribe? It comes to over a conventional TV or cable. Yeah, because I live in the sticks, we have Dish Network 
which I'm not delighted with, but that's what we have. There's also NBC yeah. has started up Peacock, which is the name they came up with for their streaming service. So like NBC shows that you used to be able to get on Netflix, Parks and Recreation and things like that. They're now all going to move over to NBC at the beginning of the year. West Wing, for example, that, that'll be taken off of Netflix and go over to Peacock. And then there's one called yeah. Crunchyroll, which is free, but it has anime and manga on it. I don't even know what manga is. It's kind of a fruit, I think. Uh, but that's free. And then there's one called Sony Crackle, which has a bunch of movies and stuff on there. And that's also free. But the reality is, even if you had deep pockets, who needs all this stuff? When could you watch it? Yeah. It's crazy. So not all of these well, streaming uh, yeah. services are going to survive, obviously. Speaking of yeah. that, there is a also a huge glut of Christmas movies right now. Yay! They have Christmas. They have all... They have over a hundred new, new Christmas movies uh, from from various places like Hallmark Channel, Lifetime Channel, uh, Netflix has a bunch, and uh, so you can choose to celebrate uh, Christmas in Rome, Christmas in Montana. These are actual titles: Christmas in Louisiana, Christmas at Dollywood, Christmas at Graceland, Christmas under the stars, or Christmas at the Plaza. People love it. Hallmark is the oh, undisputed Christmas king. They, uh, they're the most watched cable network for the entire fourth quarter among all the different cable channels. Hallmark is the winner because of their Christmas fair. Yeah. Hallmark starts their like movie round-the-clock stuff right after Halloween. They don't even yeah. they just jump right into it. Although, you know, we're, we're taping this. It's the middle of November. And I'm noticing people putting up Christmas decorations much earlier. Used to be the weekend of Thanksgiving. I, when I was growing up, that was really early to get your tree that weekend. You usually got it. In the old, old days, you got your tree the night before and decorated it Christmas Eve. Then it went to a couple of weeks before Christmas. Then it went to Thanksgiving weekend. Now, I've been driving by houses here in Boise. It's the middle of November. There's all sorts of Christmas lights up and Christmas trees. And I'm not well, talking you know, about you commercial could... stuff. I'm talking about... Yeah, people's houses. Yeah. Well, you can yeah. make the you can make the case for it because I mean it's it's a kind of a pain in the rear to do that stuff, and so why didn't why can't you maximize the amount of time you can look at it and enjoy it? Uh, just yeah, to put it up the night true. before and then take it down again. But I, I'm not down with people who keep them up all year round. That's just flat ass lazy yeah. right there. Well, you can keep it up, just don't light it up. I mean, because they they do start these 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 companies that put up Christmas lights start in uh, October, actually putting these up because they get so busy. And that's a whole that's a whole industry now. People who don't want to get on their roof and put their own Christmas lights up, you can hire people now to do this sort of thing. So um, they start in October because I I looked into it. I was going to have somebody put Christmas lights up for me. <laughs> And it's expensive. Yeah, it's I've done it before too. And, 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 and yeah. not, not only do they charge you to put them up, they charge you to take them down. So, yeah. Well, you also got to weigh the factor. What? What? What if I took a tumble off the roof just because I was so cheap? I decided to do it myself. Is that worth it? Uh, you know, I might wind well, up in the hospital. Know, anyway, uh, my point is that these, this Christmas movie stuff, this fair on TV, is huge. People love it. Yeah. Uh, music artists, yeah. if they can get a Christmas album out, they are very happy, especially if it sells well, because that will be money they can count on every year. 
They, you're, they're not no generally kidding. singing new songs. It's old songs. These right. these Hallmark movies, and even the producers admit, it's, we're basically doing the same script over and over. Uh, we just put <laughs> di- different, different people in there. It always has a happy right. ending, and yeah, and they're always beautiful people. So uh, mm-hmm. there's a radio. Don't, there are who radio don't like each who don't who don't who don't mm-hmm. like each other when they first meet. We That's all right. Know how then that there's works. a crisis, and then they get back together again at the end. Didn't see that coming. Christmas is almost here, and on the Hallmark Channel, we won't let you forget it with our countdown to Christmas. From the people who bring you one sentence greeting cards comes 21 full length original Christmas movies coming this December. Lydia leaves her big city job to run her grandmother's Christmas tree farm, and sparks fly when she crosses paths with her high school sweetheart. The only catch, he's young Santa. Jessica Normal and Canadian handsome Chris Bearstick star in Yes, Santa. It's quantity over quality, people, and we are just blasting your ass with these. Sarah qualified for the kingdom's Christmas ice skating prize, but when she hits her head and gets amnesia, she forgets her ice skating routine and accidentally becomes a princess, starring a once famous, now very Christian actress, Meredith DeVoe Ellis. And Chris Bearstick. We got him to be in two of these for no pay. You look familiar. Did I know you before I hit my head? I'm the prince, and you will be my princess. Another proposal! Rudolph, will you bring my sleigh around? What? It's Prince Santa! Hallmark, this is our Super Bowl. Christmas, Santa Christmas. And there's never any yeah. murders in those either, which kind of dis- is kind of disappointing. Know. Yeah. Yeah, you like I to know. see a good murder mystery once in a while. But radio stations, as you know, uh, in Seattle and every just about every market, there's one radio station, sometimes two, that say we're going to play nothing but holiday music this entire time, probably from Halloween mm-hmm. forward. And they are they always wind up winning that quarter uh, in the ratings every time. And so I'm always thinking, well, why don't you just keep running it year-round? Maybe people would listen year-round if you played it year-round. Why not? Let it snow, let it snow. Yeah, baby, let it snow. That's Dean Martin on Radio XMAS. All holiday music all the time. Bobtail Nag with you. Want to remind everybody about the big 4th of July sale at Mervyn's right now. Swimwear is 25% off. And now, back to the music. It's 417 in the afternoon, 92 degrees. And he's not even. When you were talking about removing your hair removal, it reminded me, and this really isn't the kind of, it shows you what a spastic brain I have, but it reminded me of a... Mm-hmm of a time when I was uh, hosting the local Emmy Awards, the regional Emmy Awards in Seattle. And and the regional Emmys, the region that I'm talking about is the Northwest region. It includes Alaska, Idaho, Montana, Oregon, Washington, and that's it. Maybe Northern that's California. That's Washington with an R, by the way. That's right. And my grandfather used to work at Boeing's. And uh, we <laughs> shopped at Nordstrom's, too. Uh, but so we had this goofy idea and it sounds it's so stupid it just still makes me laugh because it's so such a dumb thing we decided uh there was a a category called documentaries and so i said let's put a fake documentary in there as if it is if that has won an award in a in a fake 
subcategory. So the idea was that we would have this, we'd play a snippet of a film. I pulled something off of YouTube that shows uh, a grizzly bear out wandering around and through the woods and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. and it, and we called the thing, and we, so you just play an excerpt of this supposed full-length documentary that some local station has done. And so we play that snippet, and this is the winner. It's the relentless... Uh, the relentless journey of the grizzly bear, and here's the winner. And we bring and we bring up this guy. That's just an actor. And the audience is buying into it so far. He comes up and says, "Thank you very much. Uh, it is. Uh, it was a wonderful, uh, wonderful time we had uh, shooting these grizzly bears that that tried to pursue us. We we ran from them quite frequently. They are indefatigable hunters." And when they smell blood, they want it. And and so we feel lucky that we got out of there alive and we're very proud to receive this award. And then in the middle of his remarks, we had a guy in a bear suit leap out from the side of the stage and, uh, and dive on top of this guy and maul him and then drag him off the stage. So then, so then it's... So then it's quiet for a while, and I come back to the microphone, and I go, our next category is, and I, with no mention of what has just happened, that to me is funny. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Right. Let's move on to the next yeah. category. Right. That's all I got. I oh, just, that's You just reminded that's me funny. of that story. I used to be obsessed with suits like that. We a Bear suit. I remember we got a gorilla suit one time, my friends and I. We got a Smokey the Bear outfit, and I walked around town in that. Uh, and <laughs> my friend and I used to go drive to Portland from Bend, Oregon, just to buy. There was a store called the Costume Store in Portland, and we would go in and buy a bunch of masks. We were obsessed with them. Horror masks, you know, Frankenstein, werewolf stuff. And then we would... <laughs> don't ask me why. I mean, I can't remember. I don't know why I wasn't getting any dates. Yeah. We just, uh, we were too obsessed with that. You gotta drop the mask. Be yourself. Drop the mask. Trust someone else. But one time I had a yeah. gorilla suit. And uh, and I decided it would. You be know what? Funny. I just want to stop you there because yeah. not everybody starts a sentence with "One time I had a gorilla suit." Not the, very <laughs> few people can start a story that way, and you just like yeah. threw it out there like it was. Yeah. Once so this one time I had a gorilla suit. That'd be a good first line in a novel, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one time, Larry right, had a so gorilla anyway, suit. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so I get, I get into this gorilla suit, and it's big, and it looks good. You hunch over a little bit, and yeah, pretty convincing, especially oh from a, a distance. And I remember I'm running through our a city park, the biggest park down here in Bend, Oregon, and it's got a footbridge across the Deschutes River. And I think it'd be a funny idea for the gorilla to get up on the railing and fall oh, into yeah. the river, uh, which I did. My friends are laughing really hard. And as soon as I hit the water, I realize, oh, my God, I, it's like I've gotten into a diving bell. I, this suit became yeah. so heavy, filled with water, and I, I went underwater and I couldn't get up. 
I couldn't get back oh to the surface. Oh, my God. Yeah, it, it was a really stupid. My friends had to dive yeah. in and pull, pull me to shore. And we pretty yeah, much ruined the gorilla smart. suit, and we had to pay for that. So my, my uh, <laughs> admonition to all you kids out there, if you get a gorilla suit, don't jump in the river with it. This has been a public service <laughs> yes. announcement. That's just good advice no matter, no matter what. I know we're all over the place here, uh, but I've, I've, I'll mention this here. We were talking about streaming services. There's this movie called The Irishman. Have you heard about that? Martin Scorsese uh, no. directed it. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got De uh, in it. the regular guys in it. Yeah, the regular yeah. guys are in it. De Niro and... Uh, Pacino. The other and, uh, Pacino, and, uh, yeah. 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 And, uh, well, what's his name? I can't Yeah, think of talk about making the same movie 18,000 times. That sounds like the same... That sounds like this movie's already been made, don't you think? Well, maybe, but it's getting great reviews. Everybody loves it. I think part of what you love is seeing these guys... Uh, Pacino and De Niro, who actually didn't make any, maybe they were in a couple movies together, not very many. And uh, and so, so this movie is getting great reviews. It's well-received. It's over. They're all gone. Frank, it's time. It's time you say what happened. Frank, I want you to meet my cousin, Russell Buffalino. Better watch. There's a lot of tough guys around here. Did he tell you? not afraid of tough guys, are you? I didn't think so. Only three people in the world have one of these. And only one of them is Irish. You know how strong I made you? I know things they don't know I know. He said that? You sure he said that? I'm worried nobody threatens Hoffer. I got records, I got tapes. They're gone. I had to put you into this thing. Sooner or later, everybody put here as a date when he's going to go. Scorsese would trot it around to movie studios. None of them wanted to have anything to do with it. They was, they, well, that's going to be too expensive. So they finally found someone who would pay the entire cost of the production. So there's only one <laughs> outfit that would, would pay nice, the price. That's si- nice sound effects of, of Thank you very much. Like and it was Netflix. Really Netflix, the only company yeah, that's right. willing to take a risk yeah. on that film. And so, right. I mean, Netflix paid the whole, entire bill, and it was some, well over $100 million for this thing. And so Netflix strikes a deal with movie theaters so that it's a theatrical release initially, and it's in the movie theaters right now. And they kind of tiptoed into the theaters. But the uh, the movie outfits, I guess AMC and all the other movie theater folks, are not happy because normally when you would uh, take a movie like a Netflix movie, if it went into the theaters, the theaters would get to have the movie exclusively for like 70 days, and then it would be mm-hmm. on Netflix. Well, they've got a mm-hmm. much shorter window this time. So, like, this movie began uh, in the theaters on November 1st, and it's going to be on Netflix. Well, it's probably on Netflix right now as you're listening to mm-hmm. this. So, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. people don't want, they don't have to go to the theater anymore. And the theaters right. are going to lose out on the traffic. People aren't going to be buying their right. popcorn mm-hmm. and drinking their pop. And so there's a real feud mm-hmm. going on right now. 
You can and, look at it both same ways. Thing, this the same thing happened with Blockbuster. Um, you know, didn't yeah. it was just this year the very last Blockbuster video store closed down because of streaming. Streaming is really making it easy to not have to go anywhere to get your entertainment. And I, yeah. I it was just a matter of time before it affected the movie theaters. Um, I'm surprised they're just starting to bitch about it. I think they've been complaining about it before, but yeah, I hardly ever go to the movies anymore. Um I, I'll hey, just what was that little? And... Yeah, what was that uh, club you could join where you would pay ten dollars a month and you could see unlimited movies for the month? Do you remember that? It was a card. I I remember getting one, and we wound up never using it. Oh, and as far oh, as I know, an actual it's, movie. Th- yeah, an actual yeah. movie theater card. Movie theaters. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. And as far as I know, that thing yeah, doesn't even exist know. anymore. They got up to like eleven million customers. It was big, but then the movie theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, said no, no, we're not going to honor this, and and so their whole business plan fell apart ultimately. Right. And now I think this club has been reduced to just twenty percent off movies and twenty percent off popcorn and pop. I guess. Introducing Cinemark Movie Club, the monthly membership made for movie lovers. Join and get one ticket per month for eight ninety nine, and Whoopee. see additional movies for just eight ninety nine each. Lame. Unused tickets roll over and never expire. Yeah, Plus. Yeah. You can reserve seats online without fees. There's more. Your favorite concessions are always 20% off. Woohoo! That's right, 20%. Friends love movies too. Add one guest ticket each visit for $8.99 and share your concession discounts. That's sweet. Cinemark Movie Club is your monthly ticket to all you love. Get started at Cinemark.com or open the Cinemark app and join today. But I think I think one of the other things is that a lot of people when they in their own home they have sound and and television sets that frankly look just as yeah. good as they do in a movie theater if not better yeah you're not watching movies on these crappy little black and white TVs exactly. anymore you've got yeah. these big screens that are hanging on the wall and surround and yeah people actually make theater make entertainment rooms now so um, it's really a lot more comfortable to be able to sit home in your sweats and scratch yourself and eat what you want and pause by <laughs> the way you can't pause in a movie theater if you want to pause at home you can pause and go to the bathroom so yeah, yeah I, under- I understand that's a that. fact so hey, but, I got a yet, couple the things I want to bring up still good. before. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I guess I. Oh, what I was going to say earlier, by the way, is that you're in Boise as we speak right now, and I'm yes, here in Central Oregon. And for the first time, I've noticed there's a delay. I'm overlapping you, uh, or maybe you're overlapping yeah. me. So we're not speaking quite in at the same time like we're used to. So I've noticed me butting into your sentences even more than usual. <laughs> yeah, normally um I would blame you for it, but I have a feeling it might be my fault. Um my my I don't know. I don't know if my my internet uh hotel internet's very good, but um yeah, we'll make it work. It's fine. It's fine. I don't mind. I'm used to it. What were you going to what were you going in. to say? Well, I was going to say I have two things I want to talk to you before we wrap up because we're getting close to the end here. The first thing I wanted to ask you was are you, well, I don't even know why I'm asking you. I already know the answer to this. I'm sort of setting you up. But are you following? You're like a lawyer. <laughs> You're like a lawyer you, who's uh... never supposed to ask a question they don't already know the answer to. That's a good point. That's a very good yeah. point. So are you following um, football right now and following the Seahawks, your beloved Seahawks, Seattle Seahawks right now? And I don't know how me? they're doing. I don't, fo- I don't follow sports. You are. 
Okay. As we're recording I this, to... they came off the most amazing victory ever. It was the best one of the. It's a classic game. It went into overtime. Would it was you back say... and forth. Wow. Okay. So you you would consider yourself a a, a person who 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 follows sports pretty regularly you're pretty religious about that right there's you're not like a casual consumer of sports oh i would say i'm pretty casual uh, i'm just uh, less casual when it comes to seahawks football i just i really okay. love it this is a team that went to so, the went to the super the reason, bowl so it's a big deal that's true that's true so the reason i bring this up is there was an article that came out actually this was a, a while back an article that came out and you've probably heard this but i'm just curious about your feelings it says that following sports actually makes you miserable and there was a, a happiness monitoring app that they used to measure this and they had three million people use this happiness monitoring app and they used it over three seasons worth of results from soccer matches in the UK. They calculated that jo the joy you feel when your team wins is outweighed. This is fascinating. The joy you feel when the Seahawks win is outweighed two to one by the misery you suffer when your team loses. Think about that. So basically, you don't feel happier you don't feel as happy as you feel miserable when they lose. You actually feel that this can add up over time too, by the way. So your overall demeanor in life, your overall feelings in life are going to be more pronounced as time goes on where you're, it's going to take more and more for you to feel happy. My point is this, Pat, you need to quit watching sports. I don't dispute anything of what you've just said. Uh, I, I would want say you to be that happy. Yeah, in the in the old days when the Seahawks were a mediocre team that never you never had any expectations from uh, a loss a win was uh, a surprise, but you knew that they'd lose again the next week. So what was the difference? I think that I think the game changed uh, when they became Super Bowl champions and then went to another Super Bowl the next year. Now you just expect them to win, and when they don't, it's far more devastating. Right, than it was exactly. if you were a Seahawks fan so 10 years ago. That, well, it doesn't really matter. The researchers say, are saying when your team wins, your happiness quotient, your points jump up by four points. When they lose, your your points fall by almost eight points. Do you see what I'm saying? So you only are happier yeah. by four points and then you're unhappy by eight points. What kind of a life is that, Pat? What kind of a life oh, is I that? I just tell you, there's no greater joy than that game that just, they just played. It, it was like watching no, I, a great thriller movie and it had a, a satisfying ending. And I'll tell you who takes this worse than me is Mrs. Cashman. <laughs> when, when it looked like they were going to lose this game, they went down 10 yeah. to nothing to the, to the hated San Francisco 49ers. And, and she just said, I can't watch it. Be careful. I can't watch we, it. And she, we, she walked we away. She would go in the other. Watch it. I can't watch it. And so she walked away, and uh, and then I'd say, "Hey, hey, we just scored!" Just, and she'd pop her head back in for a minute. Ah, they they probably oh they probably that probably won't hold up. And you know, she she I mean she's pacing the floor <laughs> like she's outside of a maternity ward. Uh, it was amazing to me. She takes it way too hard. So you're uh, so right. I, everything well, you just said. I just agree. Worry about That's you. They just the say being a sports fan will make you miserable. Um, so. That's why I, I don't watch sports. I got a bunch of other stuff uh -oh. to mention, but I'll Shoot. save it for another oh, time. I know you want to get to your joke. 
Do, can I just complain about something super quick? I got to get this off my chest. No, I don't think we have time for that. Please. <laughs> just like, Since it's super when are quick. you asking my permission? And, because I know you, for some reason, ha- feel like we have to have a schedule or something on our podcast when we're the only two people in charge of it. No, you're right. And we can, we could, if we wanted, if you, if we wanted, we could do a two and a half hour episode if we wanted. Are you kidding me? I don't me? know why you feel like we have to. What do you mean? Are you kidding me? Hey, can I do a oh, little pre-joke? We're a couple be- of yappers. Let me do a pre-joke before the actual closing joke, and then you can why, jump in with what you want. Why are you, why are you asking me permission? Three souls appeared before St. Peter at the pearly gates. St. Peter asked the first one, What was your annual salary? And the guy says, $200,000 a year. I was a trial lawyer. And St. Peter said, All right. And then he asked the second guy the same question. And the guy says, I made $95,000. I was a realtor. And then St. Peter asked the third person the same question. And the answer was, Sixty-seven dollars. St. Peter said, "Oh, cool. How long have you and Lisa been doing your podcast?" <laughs> okay, that's funny. All right. Now you go ahead. What were you going to say, and then we'll, then we'll bring it on. Okay, home. so I am as you know, but some people may be new to the podcast don't know. But I I travel quite frequently, and I'm I'm starting to have a real issue with backpack people. Mm-hmm. I didn't used to have an issue with backpack people, but I'm having a huge issue with backpack people. And the problem I'm having is that backpack people do not realize that they are twice as thick when they have a backpack on, but they still swivel around yep. and swing around as though they are just as skinny before they slapped that big backpack on and I cannot tell you how many times I've been smacked in the head with a backpack normally this happens on a plane when you're sitting in the aisle seat and somebody's coming down the aisle with a backpack and they decide to turn around and talk to the person behind them and I'm just it infuriates me that's it that's all I wanted to totally agree with you people backpack people you need to know that you are twice as thick as you normally are you can't be swinging around willy-nilly because you're going to be smacking people left and right so knock it off this falls into the same category as people speaking of the airport walking through the airport and then suddenly stop on their phone or on their phone oh. so they're <laughs> walking people yeah jackass will jump and pray let him pray let him pray I said the jackass will jump and bray, lordy let him bray, let him bray, everybody. Jackass will jump and bray, let him bray, let him bray. Jackass will jump and bray, let him bray, let him bray. We could do a whole thing about the, about etiquette at the airport. Yeah. You know what? People are, Let's basically I say they're time, oblivious. People over living in oblivion yeah. and they don't, they have no sense yeah. of where they are, that there are other people there living on another yeah. planet get the hell out of the way yeah. if you're gonna stop move to the side of right the road on. it's just like driving a yeah. it's just like driving a car yeah. you don't just stop in the middle of the road yeah. pull don't over you, to the side of the road who we are come on <laughs> you're annoying <laughs> you're annoying the hell out of us but you know what we're not alone that's the thing we're not alone so i think all right I think that's all i wanted to say okay here's the closing joke it involves a priest and a widow and here it goes. I started a joke, which started the whole world crying. Hey, dude, I'm 
am so sorry to hear of Jim's passing. Mary, my my deepest condolences to you, Mary. I, I'm, I'm devastated for you. Oh, thank you, Father, very much. It, uh, it's a hard time, isn't it? Yes, Father, it is a very hard time, Mary. <laughs> very hard. And did, did Jim have any last requests? Yes, Father, he did have a final request. And, and what was his last request, Mary? Well, he asked me to please put the gun down. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.